Welcome to the Refresh Her Podcast. My name is Denise Cunningham, and on this podcast targeted for women, I long to encourage you in your heart, your home, and your life. Let's open the scriptures and be refreshed by the truth from God's Word. I wonder if you're like me, and you ever find your thoughts running ahead of you, and going into a situation that could possibly be in your future, and you begin to ponder over these things and think about these things, and then it turns into worrying about these things. Our thoughts become not so truthful, but they become unbiblical because I begin to worry about things that haven't even happened yet. I really believe that this is probably a pretty common thing for most of us to do because even as I read in the scripture, I see this over and over again as I read through God's word. Recently, I came into the book of Genesis and I was reading about Jacob. Jacob was one of the twins, Jacob and Esau. And Jacob is being told in chapter 31 that he is to go back to the land of his fathers. Now, if you think back to the story of Jacob, uh, we are reminded that Jacob had stolen his brother's birthright and he angered Esau so much. He tr- Jacob was a deceiver. He tricked his brother. He ended up deceiving his father. And his brother was so angry with him that he wanted to kill him. And so literally Jacob had to run for his life. And he ran and fled to his uncle Laban's house. And he spent 20 years there working for his uncle Laban. And now after these long 20 years, God comes to Jacob and he tells him to return home. And he gives Jacob a promise. In chapter 31 of Genesis verse 3, it reads, And the Lord said to Jacob, Return into the land of thy fathers and to thy kindred, and I will be with thee. Now, you would think that that last part of the verse, I will be with thee, would be a comfort to Jacob and maybe even relieve any worry that he might have. Now, what would he be worried about? Okay, when he last time he saw his brother, his brother wanted to kill him. Now, knowing that God was going to be with him, maybe could have relieved that worry about it, that God was going to protect him at least if his brother was still angry. Now, Jacob had done a a dirty thing to his brother, but again, he could rely on God's promise. However, as Jacob and all of his entourage, and he had a large group of people that were traveling with him, they're, they're getting closer and closer to his homeland. Jacob takes all of his family and he separates his family into two groups. And basically, it's the group that he loved the least were first. And then the ones that he loved the most would be the second group that would be approaching Esau. And his thinking is, if Esau killed off the first group of travelers, the second company of people could at least try to make an escape. Now, when we turn to chapter 33 and verse 1, we read, Jacob lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, Esau came. And with him, 
400 men. So he divided the children unto Leah and to Rachel and to the two handmaids, and he put the handmaids and their children foremost, and Leah her children after, and Rachel and Joseph hindermost. So there's the groups that I mentioned earlier. And he passed over before them, and he bowed himself to the ground seven times until he came near to his brother. Now, can you just imagine every eye is watching what is happening? Hearts are racing. Necks are stretched forward just to see every action and body movement that Esau was going to make. Is he going to lunge toward his brother? How is he going to to respond? Now, let's go back to Genesis 32, and we're going to hear Jacob's fears, what he was afraid might happen when he came face to face with Esau. Jacob is talking, and he said, Deliver me, I pray thee, from the hand of my brother, from the hand of Esau, for I fear him, lest he will come and smite me and the mother with the children. So let's stop the caravan right here, and let's think about Jacob letting his thoughts run ahead of his camels, if you will. Did Jacob really need to do all of the scheming? Did he need to divide up his people into two groups, one with close up and ones that will be farther away to keep them safe? Wouldn't knowing that God was with him be enough reason not to be afraid? When Jacob had first thought about what might happen when Esau saw his family, he should have talked himself back to the reality that God was going to be with him. He should have reminded himself of what he knew to be true. His thoughts could have run to God's presence, the command of God to go back to his home, and the truth that God loved him and would protect him. Now, it's really easy for me to sit here and read the scripture and know what Jacob should have done. But it's not so easy for me to remind myself to do the very same thing when I let my thoughts run ahead of me. Sometimes my thoughts begin to take me down a road that I shouldn't even be traveling. And I begin to think things that I don't know to be true. I could be thinking about something that hasn't happened yet, but I think it might happen something that is possible, but it's uncertain. And sometimes I think about things that I completely dream up myself. And my thoughts then march straight away and touch my emotions. I may tear up, I may cry, I may get angry. And then when I realize that I'm not thinking about things that are true, my thoughts need to stop right then. You ever remember seeing the emergency pull on a train and it just literally stops the train on its tracks? That's what we have to do with thoughts that are running ahead of the truth. Just pull the emergency bar and stop the train. It's then that you and I need to start talking to ourselves, saying things like, wait a minute, you don't know that to be true. And what does Philippians 4, 8 say? I'm only to think on the things that are true and honest and just and pure and lovely. 
I might ask myself, why are you worrying about things that haven't happened yet? Matthew 6 says that God takes care of you. God loves you. And Denise, what are God's promises to you? It's a one-sided conversation that needs to get my thoughts back on the track of biblical thinking. And, you know, without that kind of talk to ourselves, we are headed for disaster. Now, let's go back to Jacob. We, we understand that he was afraid that his brother was going to kill him and all of his family. But what really did happen when he met him face to face? This is what the Bible tells us. And Esau ran to meet him and embraced him and fell on his neck and kissed him and they wept. And he lifted up his eyes and he saw the women and the children and said, Who are these with thee? And he said, The children which God has graciously given thy servant. Then the handmaidens came near, they and their children, and they bowed themselves. And Leah also with her children came near and bowed themselves. And after came Joseph near and Rachel, and they bowed themselves. And he said, What meanest thou by all the drove which I met? Esau is asking Jacob, What what did it mean that I met all of these camels and, and cattle? And he said, These are to find grace in the sight of my Lord. And Esau said, I have enough, my brother. Keep that thou hast unto thyself. So we need to ask the question, did any of the things that Jacob was worried about ever happen? It did not. It all had ended in a, in a completely different way than even Jacob himself could have imagined. Why is that? Because God was at work. God was the one that was sending him home. God knew that Esau's heart was ready to receive his brother. God had already prepared the way. So I want to ask you, what are you believing today? What imaginary situation have you conjured up in your mind that hasn't even happened yet? Maybe you're worrying about your future, a decision you're going to have to make, or maybe you're worrying about how you'll provide for yourself in the future days. Maybe you're worried about the response of somebody who was angry with you. Maybe you're just worrying about another person and their situation that you cannot do anything about. You and I have to stop listening to the lies and tell ourselves the truth. Are you imagining things that could happen or might happen and you're worrying yourself into a state of frenzy? You and I need to have the understanding of the truth of God's word so that we can pull that emergency brake on the train of our thoughts and get ourselves back on biblical thinking to, to that which we know is really true. Are you thinking the truth about your life and your situation or are you scheming like Jacob was? Are you worrying? Are you jumping ahead of God? Can I just encourage you to stop the caravan and just have a good talk with yourself 
using the truth from God's word to encourage your heart. We need to look at God's promises. You know, a lot of times we walk into a home and we may see a promise of God written on some beautiful plaque or maybe we've written it on a chalkboard in our beautiful calligraphy. But you know what? God's promises aren't just to be written on walls. They are to be treasured in our hearts and believed in our minds that God will fulfill that. How about Hebrews 13, 5 and 6? I will never leave thee nor forsake thee so that we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper and I will not fear what man shall do unto me. Why are you being fearful today? Claim God's promise. I love, they that know thy name will put their trust in thee. For thou, Lord, hast not forsaken them that seek thee. That's Psalm verses nine, chapter 9 and verse 10. Proverbs 18.10 The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and are safe. What promise of God's word are you meditating on today? What promise of God's word do you need to claim and say, no, Lord, I'm not going to be afraid. I am not going to let my mind race ahead and imagine things that have not happened yet. I am going to rest in your promise and I'm going to watch what you will do. Let's be like the former part of Jacob, seeing God at work. And let's not imitate the scheming and the planning part of Jacob's life. God promises to be with us. And God is thinking about you right now. We had a previous broadcast about that. So claim the promises that he will be your deliverer. He is your righteous, your tower that you can run into it as a righteous person and be safe. Trust God's promises. Lean hard into them and talk yourself back to the truth. Listen to the truth instead of your worries. You know what? Your heart will be calm. You'll be at peace. And you'll know that God is able to do even greater things like we saw him do for Jacob. And then you'll be able to give testimony of his grace in your life. Don't listen to the worries. Let's claim God's promises instead. Be sure to check out the show notes for links that are relatable to the episode that you just heard. Why not share this episode with someone else that you know who needs to be refreshed?